Good morning, and welcome to Two Scoops Morning News with Dan and Craig. I'm Dan. And I'm Craig. And these are your scoops. You're watching Two Scoops Morning News with Dan and Craig. Your sunrise reminder that things could get worse, so laugh at them while you still can. Happy holidays, y'all. It is another episode of Two Scoops, and we're talking about uh, 9-11 today, because 9-11 happened a couple days ago, and you're not allowed to talk, ni- talk on 9-11 on 9-11, so we got to talk about it on 9-13. Also, this I talked is... about it on 9-12 yesterday, so you're late. Hmm. Well, hmm. Um, you should have invited me. Uh, so, in okay. talking about 9-11, uh, of course, the the powers that be, Hillary Clinton in particular, felt the need to uh, to make some remarks. Um, did she come out and give a flowery, you know, we should feel sad because people died thing, or hashtag never forget? Well, I mean, it was kind of a never forget message that she had, but it was uh, really more about the modern day lessons. Why are we in this screen share? I don't know. There, there we go. Uh, Hillary Clinton, this is from Washington Examiner. Thank you for that, by the way. Uh, Washington Examiner says... Or Washington Examiner, Hillary Clinton says lessons still to be learned on 21st anniversary of 9/11. Craig, do you have any idea what those messages or what those lessons might be that we all learned from 9/11? Um, don't let uh, brown people fly bu- buildings into your planes <laughs> or planes into your buildings. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> really. Um, was she was she the senator of New York at the time? I don't remember. So it wasn't. I mean, was she that thing? Was uh, she, I, I, I have no idea. I don't know. Who knows? Nobody started paying attention to Hillary Clinton before she, when she was just like the wife, and then the lady who got hired uh, to the Senate because she was the wife before, and then mm-hmm. we started paying attention when she was like, you know, killing people. people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When bodies started dropping around here, that's when people started paying attention. But uh, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton believes there are still lessons to be learned from what happened on 9-11, reflecting on the past and the current political climate in the United States. Clinton, interviewed by Dana Bash on CNN's State of the Union, discussed topics relating to the September 11th attacks 21 years ago, Queen Elizabeth II's death, and the Capitol riot, of course. Of course, they got a time to Of course. Said the magic word. So, uh... One of the three was worse. September 11th, the Queen's death, or the Capitol riots. That's what I'd like to know. Um, it goes ranking in order of best to worst. Queen Elizabeth dying, Capitol riot, and 9-11 didn't happen, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, gotcha. yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> I'm kidding, YouTube. I'm sorry. I love you, and I love everyone. I love terrorists. No, I mean, I love the people who died on 9-11. I don't love that they died. All right, whatever. Uh, so... Uh, U.S. Senator from a U.S. Senator from New York when the towers fell. There you go. She recalls there. how easily the country came together as one and put aside ideological differences to help out those affected by the tragedy. <clears throat> Quote. <laughs> What's so funny, Craig? <laughs> I read ahead. Stop reading ahead. Quote. I wish we could do that again. She said. We rebuilt New York. We have done our best to take care of the families that lost so much on that terrible day. That's how she sounds when she's speaking down south. Now, here's how she sounds when she's speaking in the urban areas. Yo, I wish we couldn't do that again, yo. We rebuilt New York, yo. We have done our best to take care of our families. 
What does she they sound lost like? so much on that terrible day. What does she sound like when she's carrying hot sauce in her purse? Pretty much like that, but <laughs> but she just happens to be talking to black people at the time. <laughs> um, anyway, Clinton no, added that no, the uh, no, no stop, just stop. Well, we haven't even gotten to the actual story here. <laughs> no, the story is the fact that Hillary is like, can we go back and do that all over again? Right. Yeah. We need another 9-11 because this country's got so bad and we're so separated that could we just have this again? Can we go back and do that again? It's like, I'm pretty sure most of the people that did or it is did a not strange, strange thing to say on 9-11 anniversary. <laughs> you know what? I wish I wish we could have another 9-11. Not, you know, not the death and stuff, but. Just the way we unified. Joe right. Biden's been doing great at unifying. Maybe, maybe reword your statement. It's like, oh, it's this this horrible day. You know, she has her stupid smug smirk too, like she always does when she's talking about tragedies. And she's just like, I wish, I wish we could do that again. <laughs> right. They came. They saw. We died. And then we came together. So it was all worth it. Uh, the real, the real holiday was the friends you made along the way uh shannon's here hi shannon sharon sharon my bad uh anarcho space trucker says don't let brown people fly buildings into your planes yes that is a very good point um i'm <clears throat> continued quote um it's too early for quotes i'm one who thinks that there are lessons still to be learned from what happened do you to us on 9/11 that we should be very aware of during this time of our, in our country and the world's history? Clinton said she gave President Joe Biden credit for sounding the alarm over threats to democracy. Biden delivered a prime time address. Yeah, we know all that. Uh, so his whole 50% um, of the country is evil, and also it's a fringe minority that we don't have any need to fear. But they're literally taking over our democracy any day now. But we don't need to be afraid of them because they're really tiny. Um, go exterminate them. That speech she was praising. What? The whole we need to come together as one country against half the country. That speech. The soul of the nation. The soul. Um, yeah, so she praised that because he was sounding the alarm. So even without saying specifically what she's talking about, it's like there's like half a degree of separation here between her this and her saying January 6th is every bit as bad as 9-11 and uh, MAGA supporters should be treated like terrorists. Um, because she says, well, Clinton said she wished more people would rally behind Biden, which is hilarious to watch Hillary Clinton have to say that she wishes more people would re would rally around him because he's doing an amazing job trying to rebuild our manufacturing sector, blah, 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 climate change, expand healthcare, and other things. I just love that Hillary Clinton has to demean herself to the point of saying, Joe Biden is doing a great job because you know it's just like draining the last bit of soul that she has in her. Yeah, it's like when she came out like three months ago and she's like, no, I'm not going to run again because the best person for this job is definitely Joe Biden. And I don't want to take away from how bang up of a job Joe Biden is doing. So I'm not going to run. Right. In 24. Yep. She, yeah, she does have somebody. to. Well, I don't know. I guess she should be running. She should run. I don't know. Do you want her to run? I feel like if she ran, she might actually win just because people are still Trumply deranged. And even if they hate Joe Biden, they're like, damn it, we should have had that woman. We should have had no. her in 2016. I don't want to hear her campaign for two years. So, no, she should not run. That would be the worst thing to happen since 9-11. Um, I, I vaguely remember uh, another 
politicians saying we should rally behind a president and not so popular president. Um, and that was Henry Kissinger when he said that uh, he can't think of any faster way to unite Americans behind the president than a terrorist attack. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's true. And that's why one might think that this thing that they're blowing out of proportion and calling a terrorist insurrection attack might be a bit of a, a farce because yeah. they, they're, it's like they have said that they love this and it works great for votes. And they also will not let this go. On the anniversary of 9-11, you should not be even uttering the words January 6th because they're not related in any way whatsoever. But she says, there's a small but very, very vocal, very powerful, very determined minority who wants to impose their view on the rest of us, she said. And it's time for everybody, regardless of party, to say no. That's not who we are as America. Uh, oh, wait, I missed I missed a paragraph here. Wait, I missed something. Uh, the vast Yeah, okay. She says, uh, this was a line that I thought was odd. Uh, she's talking about the things that Joe Biden's doing good, including trying to do something about gun violence that the vast majority of Americans approve of. Now, did she wait. say that? Or did they write that wrong? Because <laughs> it sounds like she's saying most Americans approve of gun violence. And it wouldn't surprise me if she meant it. I think she's probably saying most Americans approve of what he's trying to do about gun violence. But it definitely sounds like she's saying we all approve of gun violence. And if you go, if you listen to the news, all the other countries feel that we approve of gun violence. So she might as well jump on that train, too. Um, the other thing was what you're talking about her comparing to like she shouldn't compare January 6th on 9-11 to 9-11. That's the equivalent of at somebody's funeral, you being like, oh, I I, I know how you feel. My cat died last year. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Well, I'm so sorry about your loss. Uh, I had a fern that I didn't water, and uh, I get it. I feel for you. I understand. Um, yeah. Loss is real. Loss is definitely real. Yeah. Now, as as, like... If this was just her saying something stupid, it would be like, well, that's a little bit, you know, out of touch and stupid lady. But it's like, it's not just out of touch. It's the maliciousness of like, we're going to go back to that again. We're going to talk about, yes, they did, like, even if you believe the entire mainstream narrative story, um, a couple of brown folk hijacked a plane and flew it into the World Trade Center and uh, killed thousands of people and got us into a war and blah, 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 blah. But it's great because we united and we need to get back to that unity that we had when all of us were dying. Um, like, And not only that, but we're going to manufacture that by calling certain people who vote in a certain way terrorists to the to the point that I think that they're really, really pushing, really hoping that something is going to go down here uh, that they can use so they can stop. Like, we need, we, we've exhausted this one, and I feel like they know it. We've exhausted January 6th. How long do you think it is before there's uh, some sort of very, definitely not a false flag, definitely a MAGA, whatever, uh, terrorist attack on some major target? I think months. I think we're months away, to be honest. Um I've been talking about it for months now. It's just like it's it's coming, guys. Um, they've been leading up to it. It's a whenever they start warning about things prematurely, 
it's not too far away. It's just like, oh, this thing's going to happen. Just beware. Like, keep your eyes peeled, and then it's going to happen, and they're, then they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, we never saw this coming. We right. never would have expected something like this to happen, even though we have been putting it out in the universe for years now that that the uh, white supremacists are going to do this thing and they did it it's shocking i never we never could have thwarted this right and it even if even if god forbid there was the fringe right supremacist right white supremacist group <laughs> that um went out and did something they let it happen and they it's going to be like the whole freaking uh governor whitmer shit where they pushed him into it they gave them all the resources they gave no, them there were the, two the, guys in there that were legit two out of 13 guys were not feds in that gretchen whitmer thing so so i mean legit. obviously we have a <laughs> obviously we have a uh small but very vocal very powerful and determined minority who wants to impose their views on the rest of us um that, uh, is she talking about herself and her she's people? She's talking about the FBI, actually, except they're yeah. more of a majority at this point. Anyway, Craig, did you have something that you wanted to talk about uh, regarding other terrorists, perhaps? Yes. Um, as real as and believable as the uh, 9-11 story was, the, the official narrative, now we have further proof because Al-Qaeda has written a book about it. Al-Qaeda wrote a book <laughs> about how they planned 9-11 on the 21st anniversary of 9-11. They're like, speaking of hoaxes, you know uh, Al-Qaeda yeah. wrote a book about right. the atrocities that they allegedly carried out. While they're sitting here planning our next terrorist attack, like somewhere in there, they found the time to sit down and write a book about how they planned 9-11. And I, it's like the, the O.J. Simpson, if we flew planes into the World Trade Center. <laughs> so, I mean, as soon as this headline came up, I was just like, no, no, this this has to be satire. This can't be real. Al-Qaeda did not write a fucking book. Is there a foreword in it by the dancing Israelis? <laughs> Probably. So this one, this is from the Washington Examiner. So it's it's rather legit but um the dancing yeah, israelis are like these they're like praising it like oh yeah these guys did a great job writing this book uh very well worded um no blame was put on us at all clearly had nothing to do with it yes and it was written in yiddish too i'm sure <laughs> uh al-qaeda Al leaders reportedly released a book over the weekend detailing the timeline leading up to the 9-11 terrorist attack and here's the proof screenshots of a foreign language so we can definitely <laughs> verify that that's what that is right uh do we have any israeli friend or not israeli <laughs> do we have any uh whatever it's too early uh, for this afghani, afghani friends or, or saudi, <laughs> saudi friends probably most likely saudi it'd have to be um so it's a 271 page document by abu muhammad al masri endorsing one more time the idea of the execution of the 9-11 attacks in order to refute any persistent doubts by conspiracy oh theorists. Oh my God, are you kidding me? So, so, so their main goal is to make sure that conspiracy theorists don't not give them credit. Like, stop yeah. giving Bush all this credit, damn it. Uh, we Muhammad. killed you, and that's us. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Muhammad is like, you know, I'm tired of all these conspiracy theorists not <laughs> believing that we did this. Gets this on YouTube is, every day. He's like, oh, these motherfuckers. 
I, I can't do it. This is an outrage. He's like, why do I keep getting kicked off YouTube, but these conspiracy theorists don't? <laughs> so it says the document was finalized. No, he's pissed by off that he's not getting kicked off YouTube for speaking the truth. It was apparently finalized by him in July slash August of 2019. He's just lacking by... all that street cred that the conspiracy theorists are eating up. Yes. He's like, they have so many followers and I only have three. <laughs> It was processed by L. My followers Al will follow me to the death, but there's still only three. <laughs> so it's published or is processed in September of 2020. The month that followed his death, and it was to be published three years later in September 2022. Oh, so it was, they they were like, you know, he just died, and we're going to publish this three years from his death. Three years from now, we're going to publish this thing that um, it's is going to change. Odd amount of time. Okay, so you got to listen to this. The book was written by one of the group's senior leaders. We already said that. Who was killed in Iran in 2020, according to the news agency of Nigeria. The book details the timeline of the attack, attack noting that Al-Qaeda began planning attacks on the United States in 1996 with the intention of dragging the U.S. military into a long-term war. Wait, it says that their intention was to drag the military into a war? They wanted to drag, like, pull us into, like, blowing up their country for the next 25 years. That's an yeah, that odd was... goal. <laughs> right? You know what? In They're the like... name of Allah, I will <laughs> destroy my people uh, by attacking a nuclear power and uh, bringing them to war. That it... Wow. I don't want to little like certain cultures and stuff but do you think that they had the resources to play the long game like the u.s did with uh the soviet union it's just like you know what we're just gonna freaking milk them fucking dry be and and just play this long game and eventually they'll just give up i mean we we did but we did uh, and they got they they took the they country <laughs> yeah but I, I feel like once we started like bombing their in like the entire Middle East, they weren't like, yeah, let's just keep this shit going. It just, it's like, it's so. It's playing into the, they hate us for our freedom shit. Like <laughs> I'm waiting for that. <laughs> like it's literally them being like, well, these people have too much money and they're too free. So we're going to sacrifice our country uh, in a war so that they will be le like, I don't I mean, know we, what 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 is Al Qaeda or what is Afghanistan or what is the Taliban or anybody gain from this outside of what we know now that they they will gain from it. But it's not like if it's, if, if that was the goal like, at the time, that is you you said it's uh, <clears throat> demeaning to think that they want to play the long game. I think it's more demeaning to assume that they were willing to die in order to like they're so stupid that they're just like yes, we're going to poke a giant bear. So that that bear will be very inconvenienced for 20 years as it mauls us to death. Yes. And it's not like uh, they have these mega uber like military contractors that are making out like bandits with it like like we had. Um, it's not like they're paying themselves to go to war with us so they can make a ton of money. No, uh, the only I mean, yeah, they got a bunch of weapons at the end of it, but 
did they know they were going to get this mega cache of weapons after the fact or like like what's their what's their plan here are <laughs> their they plan is to die to inconvenience the bear that is it <laughs> So it goes on, it says, an Egyptian pilot initially suggested flying a civilian plane into an important symbolic American building while carrying thousands of gallons of flammable materials. Yeah, that's called gas or uh, jet fuel. <laughs> or nanothermite. How, how'd you, yeah. Group members were then chosen in 98 to enlist in further combat training. Like, what combat training do you need <laughs> to fly a fucking jet into a building? I mean, you need flight training. You don't really need combat training of any kind guess, unless you're going to fight your way past the guards and expect the plan to still work. <laughs> I guess they needed combat training for the, the ongoing, like, long-term war that they were <laughs> right. You need a hell of a lot of combat training for your long, your long con here. And then it go the the rest of the article is describing what supposedly happened on 9/11. So believe all this and remember they did hijack planes and they did crash them into American buildings carrying thousands. I of need a copy of this book and I need it translated by a trusted source. Right. I need it right now and I need it on Audible because I can't read. <laughs> and I need you to do it with a some really bad Afghanistan accent as well. Obviously, <laughs> you need the guy from The Simpsons, the Indian guy from The Simpsons. To read it. You mean Frank uh, or Hank Azaria or whatever his name is? Very yeah. white guy who won't play a poo anymore. Yes, I yes. need him to do it. I need him to come out of uh, racist retirement and read this book for me. Um, yeah, that's wow. Hmm. You believe it? No. <laughs> I mean, I. It's almost to the point where I don't even believe that the levels of stupid that they're trying here um i'm not one to quickly say uh you know this is fake or whatever but it is as soon as you read the title <laughs> you have to say no this is fake like, like they're not even trying anymore right even from like a i don't know open-minded devil's advocate to like not everything is a conspiracy mindset it's like really they wrote a book in which they said, we wanted you guys to go to war for this long of time. And so it's not you guys' fault that you were at war. You were you were poked and prodded and blown up or whatever uh, so that we, we, the Afghanistan people, could have the honor of draining your resources with our blood. Now, now you also got to realize, and I this just... Come, like, I just thought of this. And we will get um, a, each get an extra virgin in heaven because of it. Now, my first thought, because I, I was kind of processing, and it's just like, well, maybe after the war, they were like, you know, um, you know, we we kind of won this thing. We got like, like, let's rub this shit in their face and tell, like, tell tell our people that this was all our idea and this was the long game and we won it. But then I got to thinking, no, he wrote this book in 2019 when they weren't winning the war, when they, they didn't know we were going to pull out and leave them all our tanks and all our helicopters and weapons and shit. So it wasn't like... Is it supposed hey, to have been written all recently or was it like an ongoing, this no, is our plan? And... It was written, it said it was finalized in 2019. And wow. then they slated it to be published two years after the guy's death. So it, it was finished. It was completed by this guy in 2019, three years ago, long before Joe Biden came and fucked up the whole entire war for us. Right. And I mean, it was during Donald Trump's presidency. So how what will we what will come out of this? What will we find as we dig deeper into these writings that uh, 
makes it Donald Trump's fault that they bombed oh. 9-11. Um, they bombed the World Trade Center on 9-11. Donald Trump probably has a Ford in it and probably planned out September or uh january 6th in it and like there's going to come it's, it's gonna like come Putin, out it's like a putin forward and he brings up donald trump's name I'm, I and january 6th yeah <laughs> 19 obviously yep it's like yeah all of a sudden we see this like little insert at the end it's like just wait till the next one in january her yeah january of next year it's coming <laughs> we're all like oh shit we oh, never like, saw this I mean, we're, we're we're conspiring with the uh, the MAGA Republicans, like they even use current terminology. Uh, we conspired with the the Trumpies uh, to insurrect the Capitol building, and that yes. was all. Nine eleven was bad, but it wasn't quite as bad as January sixth, obviously. And then Al Qaeda says at the end, but the greatest threat to democracy is white supremacy. <laughs> Oh, I think that's a good note to wrap it up on. Craig, uh, this has been fun, and we kept it fairly short today, as we're, we always try to. Uh, where can people find you and the things that you do? You can find all the things I do all over the social medias and pla uh, podcast platforms and YouTube at Break the Bell Podcast, because that is my podcast. Um, on social media, I am at Break the Bell Pod. Find me now. Do it. Uh, CD's here. She just dropped in and said, hey. Hey, CD. Hey. Anyway, on that, uh, you, can, you can find me at thesystemisdown.tv or on Twitter, on the tweets, at uh, TSIDpod and those things. All of it at thesystemisdown.tv. And uh, we're going to be going to a show tonight. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, we're going to be together in person, and we're going to probably hear the opening song to the Anti-News. That so, would be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, we yeah. More more news on that in the future, because no spoilers or something. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye. This has been Two Scoops Morning News every Tuesday and Thursday at seven a.m. Central or whenever we feel like it. Until next time, hang in there, America.